welcome back to the Healing Hub of the Twin Cities official podcast. I'm your host, Bethany. Before we continue, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Check out our Facebook page, Healing Hub of the Twin Cities, and our website, www.healinghubofthetwincities.org. Today is part two of the interview I had with my parents, Steve and Deborah Ferguson. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to part one because it really gives context and sets the stage for what they're about to talk about in part two. So without further ado, part two of the interview. Tell me one experience that really stood out to you when you were praying for the sick under Pastors Bud Neely and Bond's ministry. What was one experience that really just stood out to you? There was a lady who came in one time. She was uh, older, probably, I don't know, 65 maybe. And um, she'd been dealing with a uh, condition called... um, uh, multiple chemical sensitivity and environmental illness. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, this condition is where people are sensitive to everything and they're allergic to everything. And uh, even the slightest change from their, you know, routines can send them yeah. into a, uh, you know, a panic. And <clears throat> so this lady lived in a, uh, basically a plastic room and she had... Wow. Uh, so only certain things she would eat, certain things she would drink, and no perfumes, that kind of thing. Uh, she had been suffering with this for many, many years. And uh, like in the scriptures, you know, she spent many dollars on many physicians and mm-hmm. to no result. Uh, her condition only got worse. And uh, so she was in, and, and that wasn't the first time that she was seen by anybody in a prayer room, but... Um, Myself and um, my wife and and uh, another gal was there to pray for, and uh, so uh, it was kind of odd because this lady took a a big pile of papers in her hand. It was probably a couple inches thick, and she started telling us about her problem and how she suffered, and and this pile of papers was all of her research over a period of years. And she said, I just want to tell you about this. This is the reason why I'm so sick. And this and this is the cause of this. And this is how come, you know, I can't eat these foods. And this is how come I can't, you know, breathe perfume. And wow. she went on for about 20 minutes telling us about her condition and all the, the difficulties. And so we listened, you know, we, we like to listen to people and we like to hear what they have to say. And, mm-hmm. you know, usually I'm... Very sensitive and kind. Dad. <laughs> no, and, he was. Uh, anyway, but at this point, I became uh, very agitated at the problem which had caused her to suffer all these years. And so the words that came out of my mouth were, uh, you know, from the Holy Spirit. But I looked at this woman, and she was looking at me, waiting to see what we were going to say. And I said to her, Lady... You have enough evidence there in your hand to keep you sick until Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it wasn't very nice, but she looked at me with these big blue eyes, and she batted her eyelashes a few times, 
and she dropped her papers and she said, you know, you're right. She says, this is what I've been doing. I've been focusing on the, on the sickness, wow. not on God. She said, you guys pray for me and I'll be well. Wow. And we did. Yeah. And we heard back, you know, in the ministry that she was well. She no <laughs> longer had to live in a plastic room and wow. no longer had to limit herself in, in everything she did. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was just a direct move of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's what happens, you know. He cut right to the heart of the issue mm -hmm. through the Holy yeah. Spirit, just bam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. exactly. Mm -hmm. So what are some takeaways from just spending time with them and being able to minister under them? First off, you learn compassion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you didn't have it already, I mean, you would have learned it being under them and uh, yeah. most definitely listening to the Holy Spirit and relying upon, you know, the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, Consistency. They, they yeah. really, you, you watch their ministry, who they were, they were consistent, steady, and even. Mm -hmm. And they really emphasized always learning, always studying the Word, always hearing Holy Spirit, just that consistency and that love throughout their ministry. So at what point were you inspired to start your own healing hub? I mean, tell me about that process. Mm -hmm. The Lord started speaking to me a number of years ago, probably, I want to say about 2016 or so. The uh, Healing Center International in, in Brooklyn Center had actually closed its doors in 2015, mm -hmm. and uh, Bunny Lane retired to Virginia. Um, I say retired, they uh, were there for a while and decided to start another healing room. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> in Virginia. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, the Lord started speaking to me and 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 just telling me different things about how He wanted to start or. or let me just put it this way. The words that he told me was, um, I want you to continue the work. Mm. And I knew what he meant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the work uh, that was there, there were probably 42 or so volunteers. Mm -hmm. And they were you know, left without somewhere to minister uh, that they were used to anyway. And so... <clears throat> I envisioned seeing a lot of these people coming alongside of us and being a part of this this work. I knew it was going to be a new work. It wasn't Budney Lane over again, but it was something unique. Mm -hmm. But yet with these people that we loved and, and ministered with over the years. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so we began the thought process and praying about it. And God just kept showing us more and more uh, about what He's going to do mm -hmm. in this ministry. And it's very exciting, very, very positive, and very this day and age, because this day and age isn't that day and age mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. But God is He's still healing. He's mm -hmm. still recovering people from helping them recover from illness. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but we're so much farther down the road mm -hmm. than we were then. 
and we have so much more understanding to share and so much more um, desire to see the sick healed yes and see them recover their life from the snare of the enemy yeah and you know me and my siblings always knew there was a gift in there we didn't know like you know if you were supposed to be a pastor or whatever but i just remember like oh yeah oh yeah they're supposed to do this like this is what they're supposed to do and now that you guys are actually walking in it Mm -hmm. um after you saw the writing on the wall you're welcome i created a vision board for them last year (laughs) (laughs) after you saw the writing on the wall you guys were like okay well we need to start doing something about this and i've seen like you you guys just come alive like when you're ministering to people and it's so cool to see that because that is your element it's like Mm -hmm. it's the coolest thing yeah, I have to agree with you about the. We needed some pushes from our kids and Pastor Dave, yeah. just kind of push you out of the nest. Okay, it's time to go. You gotta listen to those young people. Yeah, you really do. And um, but I agree about the alive part. I feel so alive, yeah. even when we're ministering and even praying with our volunteers and even if we get a message, uh, hey, will you pray for me? And then sitting down, there's just. It is. I do. I feel alive. The anointing of God is there. It's strong. And uh, it is. We're very passionate about it. And we're very excited that it's it's come to fruition. But it's just started. Yeah. This is just the starting point. Oh, yeah. So. Well, um, you know, I think those are all the official interview questions that I have for today. Um, but before we go, I, um, I have one last question. And I think we can close with a prayer. What would you guys want, you know, if there's a listener out there that's, you know, kind of skeptical and they're like, what is this healing stuff? They're a bunch of crazies. Like, um, what would you want to say to that person who, like dad, has experienced, you know, maybe death in their family and they're questioning, is healing really God's will? Does he really love me that much? What would you say to that person? Well, the very definition of the God we serve is that He is love, according to the Scriptures. He is the love that you need, whether it be um, something to eat, or whether it be some provision, or whether it be healing for your body, or whether it be forgiveness. God is the answer. Mm-hmm. And in, in particular, through Jesus Christ, His Son, who provided us with the answer, Mm -hmm. the cross. Mm -hmm. The cross is the final answer. I would tell you to give God a try. You've given New Age a try. You've given all kinds of, you know, crystals and things and that a try and you're still not well. But give God a try because His love for you is eternal. And if you'll give him a try, he will give you an answer. And and it, it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. It won't be, you know, a second-rate answer. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that is good. He wants you well. He wants you healed mm-hmm. 100%. Yes, he does. 100% whole. Mm-hmm. I don't think that a lot of folks in America know that, mm-hmm. what that is. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Your youth renewed like the eagles. It's um, run and not grow weary, walk and not be faint. Yes. You know, it's uh, being able to enjoy life and to be able to uh, 
serve how you know God would like you to serve and it's being able to walk with the master mm-hmm. in a confident and uplifting way so that your life is a hundred percent better from what it used to be yeah absolutely amen and it is all about relationship with God your father and uh, walking like with you said with him and serving him and you can serve him in the marketplace when you're going shopping at your job it's not about preaching uh, the gospel it's about living it out and I can't overemphasize the love and the mercy of God and the love and the mercy once you experience his love and that relationship with him and walk it out with him yeah It's the answer. It's the love. Yeah. It is. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think that's that's amazing. And that reminds me of that song. Uh, Amanda Cook sings it from Bethel. Um, you delight in showing mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Yes. I think a lot of people, you know, myself included, have, you know, stayed away from church because of the judgment and the condemnation and just the sense of I can't do everything right all the time and it's never going to be good enough. And I, I really think that um, this is such a great place to start. Like, God is a God of mercy. He's a God of forgiveness. Yes, He is. He is a God of love. He He's the one who created you. He wants you. He... You're the apple of his eye. You're in the palm of his hand. Um, you know, and, and I think that this is such an amazing place to start from and to welcome people. Come as you are. I mean, you don't have to be a member of a church to get prayer from your ministry. You can come as you are. You don't even have to be a Christian. If you want to, to experience God yes. in your life, mm-hmm. like if you want to experience this life more abundantly that, you know, my parents are talking about, come as you are. Um, they're accepting prayer requests via their Facebook. You can send a message. They have a phone number. You can go on their website um, and uh, get more information there. But I just want to... Um, you know, close this podcast today by asking you guys to pray for our audience and those uh, out there that are listening. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be glad to. Sure. Yeah. We'll be glad to. Father, there's those listening that haven't found your answer yet. And Lord, they're seeking, mm-hmm. but you know the cry of their heart. Yes, you do, Father. You know what they really long for. And um, Lord, you are compassionate as Jesus represented while he was on the earth you're you're not uh, turning a deaf ear to them but you're actually moving them towards yourself so that you can open their eyes heal their heart so that you can fix them in their mortal bodies mm-hmm. and father we know that today you are the same as you were before mm-hmm as you always were, the God of heaven, the Father of mercy who heals, Mm -hmm. who delivers, and who sets free. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And I just ask you right now, Father, as the people hear my voice, that you would touch their hearts, that you would touch their minds, that you would bring your wholeness 
upon them. Mm -hmm. Begin them on that journey. Bring them to your loving presence right now. For you are the Lord that heals. Yeah, and Father, I just ask right now, I speak peace to those who are listening. I speak peace to your mind. I speak peace to your bodies. That homeostasis, that perfect peace, mm -hmm. homeostasis in the body that passes all understanding, that peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken in their lives in Jesus' name. And I invite you to come journey with us. Come journey with us at the Healing Hub. This is not just a one-time deal. Come journey with us. We want to walk yeah. with you. Yeah. We want to take you by the arm and say, welcome. Yes. We want you to, we want you to see what we see, know what we know. And uh, we're not a one-touch ministry. We're not a drive-through prayer station. We're, we're going to walk with you. We yes, want to know are. you, and we want you to get connected, uh, if you like, and... Mm -hmm. and just see the things that God has for you. Yeah. Awesome. Wow, thank you guys so much. That was awesome. And yeah, I just want to reiterate, I mean, I'm a little biased. I know my parents. I've known them for 28 years. <laughs> um, and they practice what they preach, let me tell you. Um, I've had experienced healing in my own life time and time again. And um, it's real. It's legitimately yeah real i've had blood tests that showed one thing and then now they show a completely different thing and that just doesn't happen with medication <laughs> and, and thank god for doctors because like yes, yeah. one of the well-known ministers <laughs> says if it wasn't for the doctors all the christians would be dead so <laughs> i'm so thankful for doctors and i don't want to you know because and actually i want to speak to that really quick there is a lot of shame from the christian church on the medical community and i just want to like break that um, we don't shame the medical community. We welcome them. I mean, hello, my mom is a nurse. So I think, you know, the two together can make such a powerful impact for the kingdom of God. And by no means are we negating or bashing the medical community at all. We welcome that. And we thank you for your service. Um, but I just want to reiterate, like, this is real. Um, my parents are very much about the relational part of this healing journey. Um, like my dad said, it's not a one-stop shop. I mean, they're, they're not going to turn you away and say, oh, well, you didn't get your healing the first time. Well, you don't have enough faith. Well, that's a load of bleep. So we're not going to go there. But, <laughs> um, you know, they really are about taking you by the hand and, you know, holding up your arms, if you will. Like Moses, you know, back in the Old Testament, he had to have both of his arms raised by Aaron and another dude so that they could win the battle. I mean, can you imagine how stinky his armpits must have been after, like, sorry, there's the children's <laughs> pastor coming out, cracking jokes. Um, can you imagine how gross that was? And yet they walked with him through that. It was messy. It was hard. But they did it and they won. So if you're out there and you're like, man, I'm on my last string, I'm on my last straw, I don't really have a community, I don't really like going to church, this is perfect for you. Come as you are. Like one of my Bible teachers used to say, don't clean the fish before it comes in. you got to catch the fish first and then you clean it. And no, we're not, that's not a metaphor for we're going to eat you. It's to say that you can come as you are and you don't have to clean up your life before God can touch you. He wants to touch you right where you're at. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I just want to say thank you guys again for sharing your stories. I know like a lot of people are going to be so impacted by this. Um, and even though I grew up with you guys and I experienced this on a personal level, I got impacted as well just by hearing it again. Um, I know Holy Spirit was definitely here. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Facebook, Healing Hub of the Twin Cities. Um, and our website, www.healinghubofthetwincities.org. Thank you so much for listening, and tune in next time.